forward, right? One is a lot less than the other. This also brings me to another good conversation. We'll pause this one for a second, right? Quick commercial break. I had a really good conversation on the, uh, the chat yesterday with one of our Justins. And Justin's been testing this, uh, testing his strategy. And, um, you know, we've been talking a lot while he's testing this strategy. And there was, a, there was a bit of the conversation that came up that was concerning yet not concerning. It was weird. I don't, I didn't really know how to feel. It was kind of like, it's kind of like when your, your kid does something he's not supposed to do, but it's clever. So you're proud of him for doing that. Any of you guys ever had that experience, parents out there? So it was like the other day, right? My my kid, like, you know, he, he he's been he was he likes he's in the climbing stage, my youngest one, right? He's in the climbing stage where he's just climbing and jumping off everything, right? So he's trying to reach everything. So we're at that point where we gotta like hide knives and all that stuff, right? And so we remove like all the chairs and the, the tables from the room because that's what he climbs, right? So he, he goes and gets like these two Lego boxes. He stacks them on top of each other. He climbs the Lego boxes. And before we know it, he's on top of the counter. And I'm like, what the? Get, dude. And I'm like, well, that was kind of clever. Like I wanted to yell at him and I'm like, get down from there. But I'm like, that was kind of, you know, that was kind of, I mean, he, he, he figured it out. I mean, like you can't be mad at that. You like, I'm like, you figure, I, I'm, I tap him on the back, gave him a hug. I'm like, well, I'm like, Good job. <laughs> like, it's one of those situations like that where you don't know how to feel. Peter says base jumping is next. He's, he's already done that. We've got this, uh, this show we watch called uh, Hello Ninja. And the beginning is uh, ninjas hop, ninjas chop. Ninjas love the belly flop, right? And that's his favorite part. So my, my kid, he's been jumping off of couches and like belly flopping onto the wooden floor. Um, so like he, it never starts off that way. It's usually like he lands on his feet. And then I think he starts feeling himself a little bit. And before you know it, he like belly flops into a wooden floor. He hurts himself. The other other day he face planted and it's like, ah, come on, man. Like you got to be smarter than that. But yeah, it's weird. It's like, uh, I mean, it's yeah. And then he gets up and do, do, does it again. And then I'm in that same position where I'm like, no, but yeah, kind of like, you know, like you should learn your lesson. Don't jump head first onto the floor the first time. But then I'm kind of like, hey, if you don't succeed, try again. Like that's just my kind of philosophy. So again, I don't know how to feel. Uh, you know, I'm horrible at parenting. I don't know how to feel. I encourage all the wrong things, uh, which was probably the right thing. But I was having this conversation with this trader and he was talking about his system. He's like, I'm testing this system. And he was, he was, he was wondering, you know, what type of win percentage is good or bad. And of course, whenever I hear that conversation, that, that topic, what type of win percentage is good or, good or bad, what do you think the first response is? What, what comes to your mind? When you when someone says, "Hey, is this a good win percentage?" What do you think about this win percentage? Hey, you like this win percentage? How about this win percentage? Right? Every time you hear win percentage, right? What do you think? Right? Two things. One is that there is no normal win percentage. Right? There's no normal win percentage. So whenever you get the question asked, like, "Is this a good win percentage?" Like, I don't know. Is it good per year? The only way you can tell if your win percentage is good is by comparing it to the rest of the pairs that you tested in your system, right? Like I can tell Lee that, hey, for me, a 60% win percentage is great. Lee may have a strategy where a 30% win percentage is great. 
Lee could be way more profitable than me. Like it doesn't matter what that win percentage is. So you always go to the default coaching answer where, you know, it doesn't really matter what your win percentage is. What matters most and first and foremost is the expectancy of your system. You know, you can have a very low win percentage and be a very good trader. You can be have a very high win percentage and be a very bad trader, blah, 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 right? All that fun stuff, right? And then, of course, the only way to judge what a normal, quote unquote, normal win percentage is, is by judging it by the rest of your pairs, right? If you have, you test 10 pairs and nine of those 10 pairs have a 60% win percentage and the 10th pair has a 10% win percentage, that's not normal, right? <laughs> that There's your answer. So we're having this conversation and then here's what came up. And I was like, you know, I said the same thing I told you. I said, but I think you should consider 60 to 65% a really good win percentage, probably a higher win percentage than the majority of successful traders out there. Um, and then we went in and talked a little bit about his risk reward because naturally that's where the conversation leads. And he says, I'm, I'm trying something out. He said, you know, I tested out like I think he's using a one to one risk reward, um, which if you have a one to one risk reward and 65 percent win percentage, boom, you're in business, just like the laws of math. Right. Um, he said, I'm trying out a I think a one point five to one and a two to one. And he says, I said, well, how, you know, how's, how's it going for you? How's, how's that working out for you? He said, actually good. He said the one point five and the two and I may be forgetting which one was which, but in general, the 1.5 or the two risk reward yielded more pips, but had a lower win percentage. So I think I'm going to stick with the one to one risk reward. And I think it brought the win percentage. I don't know how much brought the win percentage now, but it had a lower win percentage. So what do you guys think about that? Andre says, no, Lisa's makes no sense. I can, I can, I can. I can hear how offended you are when I read your words. No sense. Huh. Off with his head. What do you guys think about that? It produced more pips, but because the win percentage was lower, he's not interested in trading it. Glenn says, for me, 35 is the cutoff. I'm cool for anything over 35. And... And I did end up talking. I'm like, hey, you may, you know, you may want to dive in a little bit deeper to testing that two to one or one point five to one, right? If it's creating, if it's a more profitable system. But then he brought up a good point. He was like, Akil, I know myself, and I know that I need to have a high win percentage to stay sane. And I didn't mention this earlier, but the conversation started with. Um, dealing with losing streets and making making adjustments to your trading plan. I think he had he had reached an area in his testing where um, I guess the market had went into consolidation and he started he started losing, I guess, in the back testing. And he was basically wondering, like, hey, when can I ditch my system and, and change something else? So that was kind of the, the beginning of the conversation. And he mentioned that, hey, like I, I, I'm I know myself. I need a high win percentage to operate. And that's when I had that dad moment where I'm like, well, although the more profitable system would make sense to me because it didn't seem like the win percentage was affected that much. Maybe it went from like 65 to, to 60 or 65 to 55, which I'm completely cool with. But just because I'm completely cool with it, does that mean that that trader is completely cool with it as well? And it was one of those, one of those moments where it's like, you know, it, it, it's, you can't get upset 
We can't yell at them and be like, you're an idiot, man. Like, why would you do that? Because the trader understands that, hey, right now my trading psychology isn't in a place where I can deal with a lot of losses. So I need a high win percentage to stay sane. And, I, and, and following up on our conversation yesterday about kind of sacrifice, where we talked about you know, the difference between me, I can be more profitable trading the London session, but I choose sleep and family time over that. Is there anything wrong with choosing a lower profitability to go with a system that you know will keep you under control and sane? And I don't think there is. Because look at the other side of the coin, right? If you go for more profits, but you can't actually conduct yourself in a manner that will allow you to capture those profits, meaning that the psychological breakdown that will that, that is going to be a result of that lower win percentage is going to cause you to, to, to do dumb trader stuff and not capture those profits. That's not actually a positive. So it was it was one of those interesting conversations where, you know, and we talked a lot about working on your psychology and stuff like that. But it's cool because the trader, the trader gets it. It's not all about the money. And obviously, we can have different views on win percentage. Some of you guys are like uh, 60 to 65. That's like that's nothing. 65 to 55. That's nothing. Well, remember, that's nothing to you. But we aren't this trader. We aren't in his shoes. Everyone is different. And we have to understand that. So it was, it was, it was, a, it was a cool, it was a cool conversation. It, it was again, it was my kid putting together a tower, climbing up on the the, the tabletop, and me saying, "No, you shouldn't. Good job." <laughs> One of those. Peter says, "Good point. Only a guess. His thinking long term because he's worried he will start to break his rules if he gets a big drawdown streak slash lower win percentage. Um, respect. He's being honest to himself and you. Yeah, and and yes." Yep. Yes. And you can you can imagine many of these conversations go the other way. Where someone just wants win percentage because it's like, uh, because like when I was in school, if you get 80% on a test, that's better than 75% on a test. So uh, better win percentage, better results. It wasn't one of those conversations. The trader gets it. He's like, I, he's like, this is all, this is all psychological. I, I don't want it for my ego. This is all psychological. Um, that's pretty cool to hear.